0: M S W Media.
1: News with swearing. Till the beans, till the beans, till the beans, till the beans.
0: Hello, and welcome to The Daily Beans for Tuesday, November 26, 2019. Today, a White House Counsel investigation looks bad for Trump. Something's afoot in the Navy. Hong Kong elections. Nunes hid Ukraine meetings. More military aid withheld. Giuliani recruits Ukraine energy officials. A look into Weisselberg. You've selected Pecker. A judge rules on the McGann absolute immunity case. And, Lordy, there are tapes. I'm your host, A.G., and with me today is Jordan Coburn. Hello. How are you? Good. Good. Yes. Mandy's taking the day off. Yes. So, yay, self-care. Did you have a good weekend? I did, yeah. Uh, My mom's in town, so we had some fun.
1: We hung out in, uh, what, Solana Beach? Or no, not Solana Beach. Um, Encinitas. Carlsbad. uh, Cardiff. Cardiff. Cardiff Cardiff. (laughs) Cardiff, by the sea.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Somewhere up north.
1: Yes, there's this cool dive bar called the Kraken, which is supposed to be pronounced Kraken- I was told. Oh, I thought it's Kraken. That's what I thought, too. But apparently there's a little accent above the A, and it's supposed to be called Kraken.
0: Well, I disagree.
1: Yeah. Well, Kraken is how you, you don't get, release the Kraken. You know, released <laughs> as a noob, or released, a uh, revealed as a noob. Um, but it was really fun. Nice. Yeah, good times. We'll get corrections on that. Probably. Nice. Someone's going to have to do some serious investigative work, though. They're going to have to travel all the way to Cardiff, find the man who started, or woman, who yeah. started the whole place. Find out what
0: the backstory is.
1: Rule <laughs> out that they don't have some sort of speech impediment. It's going to be a whole thing. <laughs> <It's gonna>
0: be- <laughs> <laughs> that or they have a kid named Kraken or something. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> you know, we just don't know.
1: They're be like, aha, it is Kraken. <laughs> Wait, how do you say back? Bake fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Bacon. <laughs> Anyways, that was my weekend.
0: <laughs> nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a little bit of rest, so that's good, too. Uh, quick note, we will be off Thursday and Friday for the holiday. So, sorry. Um, but I'm trying to, you know, make an effort to, to take days off. And so we're going to do that. So yeah. um, we'll see if we can, like, run reruns or something or, you know, maybe some interviews, old interviews that, that are some, you know, all of a sudden relevant again Mm -hmm. um with all of the like stuff that's going down today with mcgann and uh and all the Mueller stuff that's that's now ripening as they call it in the courts which Mm -hmm. is a little weird but fruit um (laughs) we we do have a ton of news uh so let's hit the hot notes hot notes so yeah, so much news happened on Sunday. I am literally shocked by how much news. I can say with authority, having followed the news so closely for the past two years, this was by far the busiest news Sunday since we started podcasting. Normally, nothing really happens on Sunday, mm-hmm. and we can record sort of safely, yes, knowing that you know the news won't break until the morning. Yes, it's usually a <laughs> gift given to us by the Lord, but not this week. Nope, nope. The we Lord have been said. smited. <laughs> we 've been smited by the Lord with
1: information
0: <laughs> <laughs> um so first from the Washington Post, a White House review has turned up emails showing an extensive effort to justify trump's decision to withhold military aid to Ukraine after the fact. Uh, Two central figures in the Ukraine scandal, Mick Mulvaney and Mike Pompeo, the acting chief of staff and the secretary of state, respectively, Mm -hmm. are now under scrutiny, having been caught in some scandalous, scurrilous email exchanges (laughs) uh, with officials from the Office of Management and Budget trying to reverse engineer a legal justification for the withholding of Ukrainian military aid by Trump. Uh, This comes after a review of the documents associated with the impeachment inquiry by lawyers in the Office of the White House Counsel. The White House investigated itself and came up with such shitty shit that they had to talk about it. Mm -hmm. Um, Usually when the White House investigates itself, it's pats itself on the back and nothing's (laughs) wrong. Um, So, uh, quote, the research includes early August, an early August email exchange between acting chief of staff McMulvaney and White House budget officials seeking to provide an explanation for withholding the funds after the president had already ordered the hold in mid-July on the nearly $400 million in security assistance. So, what this looks like is that Trump withheld the aid, then Mulvaney in the Office of Management budget, budget tried to get a legal opinion justifying it to create a cover story for Trump's decision to withhold the aid.
1: Huh. So this is like a it's better to ask
0: for forgiveness sort of thing than permission. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's precisely, I think, what happened here. Quote, also included in the review are email communications between the Office of Management and Budget and State Department officials and others discussing why the White House was holding up the military aid and whether the hold might violate the law. In December 2018, months before the Ukraine issue surfaced as a top priority for the president, the Government Accountability Office had warned The Office of Management and Budget, it was not following the law in how it chose to disperse and withhold congressionally approved funds. So they were warned in December of 2018 that that a hold on aid would be inappropriate. That means they knew it was illegal and Trump did it anyway. And then they made Mulvaney try to justify it after the fact.
1: Yeah. So they used that. Council not to change their actions, but to change the route that
0: they were going to go down to try to justify their actions. <laughs> I think so. I think they asked for permission, uh-huh. didn't get it, waited a while, and then just did it. Then oh <laughs> tried to, you know, reverse engineer. Be like, it.
1: Sorry, I never saw the emails. I'm a Pence aide. What do you want? <laughs>
0: we don't read emails. Uh, unless they get printed out and faxed mm-hmm. over with notes on them. We don't see those. Mm-hmm. So here's so this is the missing link that we didn't hear about in the public facing impeachment proceedings. I mean, Dr. Hill talked about it. Jennifer Williams, Pence's aide, talked about it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, that One guy from the Office of Management Budget, um, Sandy. Uh, Mm -hmm. talked about it but none of them knew why no one told them directly why the aid was withheld just that Mulvaney did it Um, we heard firsthand testimony about bribes uh, and but like I said while people heard the president and Mick Mulvaney say the aid was withheld until investigations were announced no one in the budget office was given a justification we do know the legality is uh, that when funds are appropriated they have to be sent so Knowing ahead of time it wasn't legal, doing it anyhow, and then trying to backdate a legal justification and having email documentation proving that effort is just astounding. Mm -hmm.
1: So I wonder if they're going to make the argument that they don't have to send it. Do you think they would ever try to say that? The aid? Yeah. Or is it so cut and dry that you couldn't even argue that at all?
0: Yeah, you can't argue... That that becomes a separation of powers constitutional yeah. crisis issue right. because the the Congress. purse strings are controlled by Congress. They yeah. appropriate the money. The executive can't stop it from happening. That was the legality. That was the that was what they were trying to get. Yeah. and found out they couldn't get it.
1: Yeah. Otherwise, they could just get Congress or whatever GOP led body they have to just be like. Five hundred billion dollars for ponies, and then just do whatever the fuck they wanted with the money.
0: I want ponies. That yeah, like a good program. So, who's against ponies? Come on, the State Department pony program. Mm-hmm. They are expensive. One, so one voter, one pony. One voter, one pony.
1: <laughs> These and ponies are all programmed to go to the polling location. <laughs> pulling ponies that's how we solve that's how we solve disenfranchisement every person will get a pony One
0: that was po- a
1: really bad JFK
0: I say by the end of the decade we put everyone on a pony thank you that was way better oh gosh we will put a man on the back of a horse mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> So all this with this email exchange about the legality and trying to backdate a justification, I, how does it af- affect the impeachment inquiry? Uh, because this is, you know, we've, we're learning Adam Schiff is, is saying, we're done, we're writing our report, we're sending it next week. Uh, but he did say, you know, we're open. If there's other stuff, you know, we'll continue investigating. Mm-hmm. But this is part of the Ukraine scandal. Not, you know, because, yeah, you know, I'm thinking... But here's the other thing, too. And we talked about this during the Mueller investigation. You have to draw the line somewhere. Oh, He's, like when you're investigating stops? When you're investigating Trump. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when, does, <laughs> when do you stop? Right. Because I think information on Ukraine is going to keep coming out. Mm-hmm. And it could come out indefinitely until the election. And yeah. so when do you draw the line and say, this is the crimes we're looking at. Here, these are the crimes. We're sending this over. And that's just where we have to draw the line. But mm-hmm. this kind of explosive... Stuff seems like it's relevant to the case. But, I you know, I guess the point is, if it doesn't, you know, motivate Republican senators to change their votes, then it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Especially it could continue if there's more people like Parnas and Fruman, potentially, because I find it kind of hard to believe that it would only be two dudes. Yeah, <laughs> that
0: he had his as associates to orchestrate this grand scheme. Yeah. Uh, uh, and, you know, this could just be one country. Mm-hmm. You know, we did learn at the end yeah. of October that the one hundred and five million dollars in aid to Lebanon was withheld. Yeah. Uh, and that was probably had something to do with Saudi Arabia favors or totally. something. So you yeah,
1: to have a Parnas and Fruman for every country. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, God.
0: <laughs> right. And who's who's the Chinese Parnas and Fruman that, yeah. that, that's, that are negotiating with China to try to get them to investigate the mm-hmm. Bidens? They remind
1: me of like a like they need a they totally just need a cartoon. They're such cartoon characters, <laughs> Parnes
0: and Fruhmann. Yeah, like a da, 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 Bullwinkle da, da, da. kind
1: of thing, like sort
0: <laughs> <laughs> of. It's like a comic. I think it would be a great comic strip.
1: Yeah, oh, especially since gorillas, they got you caught.
0: Know? Yeah. Oh my god, it's so funny. Uh, and this just in from the Wall Street Journal and the Washington Post. The investigation into Rudy Giuliani, Kalludi Rudy, may be broader than previously known. Now, we'd already reported on this about two weeks back. But now we have backup from sources about federal subpoenas sent to Giuliani and his associates regarding his consulting business, uh, scrutiny into his firm, donations to the Trump Victory Fund. Uh, we had said he was being investigated for obstruction of justice and FARA violations and campaign finance felonies, along with possible conspiracy and racketeering. And now we can Can add, confirmingly, money laundering and wire fraud to those uh, Mm -hmm. investigations broadly being conducted in the Southern District of New York under Bill Barr. And you and I were just talking about this uh, before we started recording. I think Lev and Igor were a gift Mm -hmm. if they hadn't tried to flee the country. Southern District of New York wouldn't have had to jump on arresting them immediately, giving Barr pretty much no notice, just sort of informing him, we're on our way to pick these guys up because they're trying to flee the country. Mm -hmm. And now that investigation and their association with Giuliani is public. And Barr then now can't, I mean, he could, but it just makes it way harder for him to to stifle this particular investigation.
1: What if that's a strategy where these different offices are going to Drop little clues that these people are going to be indicted, so that it forces them so to they an try airport, to run? and then they catch them at the airport. They're like, "Sorry, <laughs> Bill, we had to get them. They were a flight risk." <laughs> Beep, boop, boop, do, de, yeah.
0: Hello, is this love? Run. <laughs> Just... Seven hours. The call is coming from inside the house. Yeah, <laughs> run away! <laughs> oh, oh, they're at the airport. We got to go get them. <laughs> mm, sorry, wish we could have told you.
1: We <laughs> did have imperative. a large jack on your car. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Uh, and we did get that appropriately through a FISA warrant application. Um, and this, So this all comes as Parnas is eager to cooperate with prosecutors. And we learned in the last 24 hours that the House Intelligence Committee is now in possession of photos as well as audio and videotapes from Lev Parnas that include both Rudy and Trump. Uh, the tapes were handed over as part of a response to the subpoena the Intelligence Committee issued to Parnas, who has also provided documents to the panel. So they've got a lot now. Mm-hmm. And again, um, this is the Intelligence Committee. And so they're going to continue this investigation while already sending their report next week over to the judiciary for the impeachment articles. Um, I don't know. I mean, I could see us. I could I can picture a scenario in which they get these emails about the White House looking into itself and find out about the, you know, the. Trying to backdate the justification legally mm-hmm. for withholding the funds, and they have that email documentation, uh, the emails you know that that came out between Giuliani and Pompeo involving him, and then this kind of stuff with the audio and video from Parnas, uh, and and documents from Parnas, and and that that whole thing, I can see a scenario where. The Intelligence Committee and, you know, other committees continue to do these investigations and they might send over more information and have more hearings or have the House Judiciary conduct these hearings mm-hmm. or call them as witnesses in the Senate trial.
1: Yeah, that's kind of, I think, what I was thinking about yesterday. I think when we were recording if they would bring someone like Parnas into that Senate trial, which yeah. would which would be more in that vein, because uh, you know what it also does too it's proof that democrats which we already obviously know this but it's proof that they're not just doing this to try to impeach the president because if they were as soon as they sent that report off and they they sent their little paper plane of justice (laughs) off into the yeah (laughs) they would just stop and be like well there's our best shot good luck buddy hope it goes well but it's like they're continuing to investigate because there's obviously so much shit that needs to be investigated even if there's like Even if it doesn't come to any fruition, necessarily, just the fact that they're trying to get those facts out there so that someone can do something just to try to fucking.
0: Yeah. Or at least make criminal (sighs) referrals to the Department of Justice that Barr has to turn down and or accept Mm -hmm. and then hold him responsible once he's out of office. Yeah. For not prosecuting those crimes.
1: Yeah. I also wish too. It's like. Why would Democrats be fixating so much on just Trump? If the argument is that they're just, you know, upset about losing an election, then why didn't they do this with Bush? Why yeah. didn't they do this with Reagan? Why didn't they do this with like every single GOP candidate that's won before? Because no. although they were still probably sh- very shitty in their own ways, they were as blatantly criminal. Right. As Trump and all of his people are.
0: Right. I, I know there were some sort of impeachment efforts um, for GW and the, you know, the war crimes. Um, but yeah, that never came to fruition either. Mm-hmm. And then you know, another part of me is like, you know, is Bar was was Bar's hand forced in at least in the Giuliani situation by Lev and Igor trying to flee the country, or is Barr legitimately mad at Trump for invoking his name like twenty million times in the call with President Zelensky?
1: Because
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm. uh, we I know I we read reporting that Barr was pretty fuming at that fact, and we yeah. know we saw a meeting. Where Trump was a half hour late to get on Marine One to go to one of his hate rallies. And inside the Oval Office, one of the uh, press guys with his telephoto lens saw Barr, like a heated, animated discussion between Barr, Seculo, and Trump. So Barr could just be really mad at Trump right now. Mm-hmm.
1: It is hard to imagine, though, that he's not down. And willing to do this kind of dirty work because otherwise, why is he traveling around the world investigating the origins
0: of the investigation? Exactly. And and on our tax dollar, Mm -hmm. on our tax dime, by the way. Yeah. Nobody asked for this last time I checked. (laughs) Just Nunes. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And it's based on conspiracy theories that have been totally debunked. Right. It's
1: nuts. If you ask a constituent, a Republican constituent, would you rather... Have us work on getting a jobs bill that's going to benefit your district, or would you rather us investigate the origins of the investigation? Yeah. I would have such a hard time believing that they wouldn't pick the first one every time. Yeah, or infrastructure or
0: anything. Right.
1: Whereas Democrats, if you ask, would you rather us investigate the president or, you know... And again, it doesn't necessarily have to be this, like, either or. They're doing all of it, ideally, at the same time. Yeah, they
0: are. They are walking in chewing gum because they've passed... A couple hundred bills that are that are just sitting on Mitch McConnell's desk, hanged on Turtle Dick <laughs> yeah. desk, just sitting there. No, no.
1: Yeah, but if it were an either or situation, I, I personally, as a Democratic voter, and this also speaks to my privilege in life, but for me, on principle, it is more important to get Trump out of office right now because he's he's a criminal sitting in the White House. Well,
0: and he's blocking everything via mitch mcconnell no matter how many bills we pass none of them are going to go through
1: right exactly
0: nothing's going to get done
1: yeah and on top of that his executive orders are like egregiously against human rights yes in many cases and and
0: usually blocked by judges
1: yeah totally which he keeps being able to appoint
0: Fucking hang in there rbg jesus (sighs) christ i know don't get sick don't get sick i know and you know i just love you and i don't i want you to be healthy you can always tell when the news pops up about her like
1: what's happened like whether or not she's alive based on the kind of photo so i'm yeah. just terrified for the day that it's like a more dramatic I photo know, of her i know
0: and, and that's <sighs> just so sad to think about because it is. what what an indelible and wonderful incredible woman yeah uh all right we'll be right back with the huge decision that mcgann must testify and what judge jackson had to say about trump's absolute immunity stick around Hey everybody, it's AG. For all the dog lovers out there, I want to tell you about Embark. If you're like me, you would just do about anything for your dog. Uh, My dog loves movies. Last week we watched a movie marathon together, A Dog's Journey, Isle of Dogs, Dog Day Afternoon. Uh, she gave uh, that one the highest rating, two paws up. I did miss several important meetings and many, many meals, but Siskel and Ebark were on a mission. Now, the most important thing I recently did for my dog was to use the Embark Breed and Health DNA test to learn more about her breed and ancestry and to screen for any genetic health conditions and learn how to, you know, best care for her. Over 50% of dogs are either at risk or a carrier of a genetic disease, and it's important to know the sooner the better. Um, Embark uses the most comprehensive DNA testing on the market. You send in one simple cheek swab. Uh, Olive loved it. And Embark does the rest. Uh, They're the only company using research-grade DNA testing, not just to give the most accurate test results, but to also make future genetic discoveries. Every Embark pup brings us closer to the goal of ending preventable diseases in dogs. Of all the things we do for our health, happiness, and longevity, uh, for our dogs, we should do the same, and Embark is the most important. Embark has an exclusive holiday offer you can't get anywhere else. Go to EmbarkVet.com now and use promo code DailyBeans to save 15% off your dog DNA test kit. That's EmbarkVet.com and use promo code Daily Beans to save. You'll be glad you did. All right, welcome back. Uh, Kentaji Brown, Judge Jackson if you're nasty, has ruled that McGahn must testify to the House Judiciary Committee saying there is no such thing as absolute immunity. It's not a real thing. Uh, though McGahn may invoke executive privilege. Um, the judge says the Trump administration is getting the principle of separation of powers backwards and the absolute immunity argument is baseless. Quote, accordingly, if a duly authorized committee of Congress issues a valid legislative subpoena to a current or former senior level presidential aide, the law requires the aide to appear as directed and assert executive privilege as appropriate. It goes without saying um, the law applies to Don McGahn. It, this is in the decision. It goes without saying the law applies to Don McGahn, just as it does to other current and former senior White House officials. So, so that's like a nudge, nudge, wink, wink yeah. to John Bolton and Mick Mulvaney. Totally. Um, Yes, this case will be appealed. And there is a question as to whether the appeals court or the district court will issue a stay preventing the testimony while the appeal is decided. Um, Got a lot of doom lords out there saying, doesn't matter. It's going to take forever. Who cares? (laughs) Um, He'll just invoke executive privilege. Uh, But remember, it's hard to claim executive privilege to things you've already testified to. And he spent 30 hours with Mueller. So that kind of waives that. Mm -hmm. Um, this decision is huge. It has huge implications, and uh, not just for McGann. And yes, um, now that this judge didn't stay the case. Generally, they usually say something about it. This judge said nothing about the stay. Um, regarding the appeal, um, I think a stay will be requested. It, like I said, it was not raised by the judge. Knowing what we know about granting stays, that it's not a right, and it's supposed to be a rare remedy, as according to Judge uh, Beryl Howe. Uh, I don't see how this appeal court could meet any of the four-pronged test, which I call the four burdens, that the filer must meet to get a stay. The merits here are weak sauce. They're terrible merits. Uh, And I can't think of how this would irreparably harm Don McGahn. He's already testified 30 hours, and Mm -hmm. he's no longer the White House counsel. Uh, McGahn's lawyer says McGahn will comply unless the court issues a stay. But it seems that despite the weak-ass merits, um, they keep granting stays for Trump cases, I guess, to err on the side of caution because it's the president. But we'll see what happens in this case. Unfortunately, though, uh, in another case, the Supreme Court has granted Trump's emergency request to stay the subpoena for the for the House Oversight Committee in the Mazar's case. Um, SCOTUS will now have to decide whether to hear on the merits. They want to hear it on the merits or not. The cert Um, in a thorny dilemma. This is a thorny dilemma that we require them to determine the extent of Congress's oversight authority. Uh, They have set up an expedited briefing schedule, though, to hear the arguments from both sides. So that's good news on whether they should even agree to hear the appeal. Trump must file his briefing before December 5th. That's next Thursday. So if they do choose to take this case on the merits, they'll be able to do so this term. And that's big. Mm -hmm. So that that saves a lot of time.
1: Yeah, I think you were saying that would wind up getting a decision like in March. I think so. Yeah. I think that's right.
0: Instead of the summer. Mm -hmm. Mm hmm. Better than June. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just love that all these Trump cases are set to, he's set to lose all these cases within the first, you know, five months of 2020 in an election year.
1: Technically, I know McGahn wouldn't do this even if he could, but technically, could he get this, like having this decision been handed down? Could he be like, sweet, thanks, take it and like run
0: to Congress? Well, that's what his lawyer said. He said he'll come testify as long as there's not a stay. Okay. Otherwise- otherwise the D because it's the DOJ's case they'll get to appeal it so
1: then if if they file an appeal which they're definitely going to at that point is it just up to McGahn if he wants to go to court or not
0: well if they file an appeal it's not McGahn's case right it's it's oversight versus Trump yeah so he's just sort of this secondary dude
1: right that's true so
0: if the if they get the appeal they file the appeal that'll go through the process but if there's no stay, McGann will testify. Okay. You can still appeal it, but if there's no stay...
1: Yeah. Well, there, there's also nothing really stopping him from just going there and talking to them,
0: like, before
1: all of this even happened, right? W- well, right. But Unless he, he but, was going to listen to what Trump was saying.
0: Well, because his lawyer is saying if a stay is granted, then McGann will be listening to the courts mm-hmm. to not go. Yeah. So a, a stay would kind of be a court order not to appear yet. Okay. So he's just sort of following whatever the court says at this point. Interesting. Yeah. He doesn't want to go against the courts. Now, n- Now nothing's stopping Bolton from using this decision to testify. Yeah. So if Bolton comes out and says, uh, no, I want to wait for Kupperman's lawsuit, which is December 10th, I think. Mm-hmm. It's going to be the same outcome. And then is he going to wait for an appeal? You know, just is he, just basically, is he going to delay until his book comes out? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Stupid book. But this should give Bolton... Enough to testify now if he wants that. And, and she said in there, like, um, you know, this isn't just McGann. Others, current and former. You're right. <laughs> you know, need to comply with their subpoenas. Yes. Comply with their subpoenas. Totally. Uh, so, hmm. <laughs> yeah. So let's, let's move on to Giuliani. Uh, I want to get back to him. Uh, and you have a story, Jordan, about hiding meetings.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, so this is reporting from CNBC, and they're reporting that Lev Parnas is apparently willing to testify under oath that Nunes' aides decided to cancel a trip to Ukraine after they learned that they would have to had disclosed the trip plans to Adam Schiff. So, <laughs> yes. So Parnas is also ready to testify that the purpose of the trip was to meet with two prosecutors who said they had information that would help Trump's re-election campaign. So, basically... He's just throwing Nunes under the bus. <laughs> like completely.
0: Yeah, totally. Right. To. Yeah. So now why are- do you have to tell Schiff? Is it because Nunes uh-huh. is in the intelligence committee? No, this is
1: Giuliani, isn't it? This is so this was a trip that Nunes was supposed to be taking to Ukraine. Ah. Nunes ah. aides. Ah, yes. Yes. Um Giuliani's all wrapped up in it because he was orchestrating this whole thing in, par- in parts of people.
0: Because Nunes took several trips and met with he did ukrainians and people in the uk to try to get the steel dossier Mm -hmm. thing. surely he must have told if he has to tell schiff he's going he must have told him then why not now Mm, that's weird
1: yeah i don't know because we know that he used tax dollar money to do that so if that's what requires him to tell schiff then you would think that yeah that would have applied then too so I have no idea. But it sounds like what Parnas is saying is that this was Nunez's aides deciding to cancel the trip. I don't know if that makes any difference. Maybe Nunez was like, fuck that. I'm going to do it anyway. Whereas Nunez's aides maybe decided to like have better judgment or something.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I, although now that I think about it, when you fill out that travel document, he, he was traveling as a member of the Intelligence Committee mm. and Schiff being the chair of that committee. That would be how you tell how you right. have to. Do that. But I've seen, you know, back in November of last year, November 30th through December 3rd, uh, Nunes and some of his three other guys traveled mm-hmm. uh, to Europe. That was the Vienna trip.
1: Yeah, his aides again.
0: Uh, and we know mm-hmm. in the summer of 2018, they went to the UK all together. Yeah. Oh, but wait a second. Schiff wasn't chair yet. Back in December 2018. Oh. That's okay, why. Because it would have been January. Nunez was the chair.
1: Ah.
0: So brilliant. once January flipped over, now you got to tell Schiff.
1: Yes, you're right, because what they wound up doing instead, once they realized that they were going to have to disclose it to Schiff, they decided that they were going to set up phone calls and Skype sessions instead and have those meetings over the phone and Computer instead of in person. Computer, computer. <laughs> I had to say it like that. Hello, computer. Reason. Computer, um, and and apparently that is okay. You don't have to disclose that because I guess it's free. phone calls are free. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, unless that must be it. It must be that that it, those prior trips in the summer of 2018 and December of 2018 to Vienna and in the UK. Uh, were that were when Nunes was the chair, so he was just had to disclose the shit to himself.
1: Yeah, I think you're absolutely right because the these meetings that they wound up had wound up having happened in March. Yeah, yeah, so by that point, they would ah. just yeah, not been able to do whatever the hell they wanted to. <laughs> does does the like turning another over, good reason to
0: vote? Yeah,
1: totally. <laughs> does the and midterm elections matter? Yes, a lot so much. <laughs>
0: yeah, do you think of nothing? All this, none of this would have happened if we didn't take the house.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, I'm wondering, I'm wondering to, okay, well, this is, this is a side question. So when the president gets elected in November, they get inaugurated in January. Is it the same timeline for reps?
0: Yeah, because the, okay. they got... Uh, it's in January that they officially get, November, they get, take like, over in January. Cool, cool, uh-huh. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, they call nice. it the 100-and-whatever uh, th- Congress. Awesome. I think we're under the 115th, So, like, all the benchmarks
1: Congress. are January, start in January.
0: Yes, except fiscal years, which go from September to September, October, September.
1: Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool.
0: Why? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's just when the government <laughs> fiscal year
1: is. Uh, but, yeah, so that's just crazy. Uh, they were... They happened with two Ukrainian officials who believe that Democrats engaged in corrupt behavior in Ukraine in 2016. One so of them probably shoken. They were sympathizers 100% to yeah. Trump and his cause. Um, and I think I'm, I'm wondering, like, how can they bring Nunes, Nunes' aides in and ask them why they chose to not disclose it to Schiff? You know, just sort of like guilty. Oh, yeah. Guilty yeah, questions. You can
0: definitely investigate that. You can probably put an ethics uh, review in and then and then question them in a hearing. Those are congressional aides. Yeah. Uh, Nunes is going to have to answer a lot of questions.
1: Yes. He's in deep shit. He is in such deep shit. I also have the names of the people that they went to meet. It is... I'm surprised he hasn't
0: been pulled off the Intelligence Committee already.
1: Right. Well, t- he was for a short while, right?
0: Yeah, because of that midnight <laughs> ride <laughs> to the White House with the bullshit thing yeah Uh, they reviewed it decided eh, and then let him on back on Mm -hmm. the thing and then we won the midterms Adam Schiff took over and that I think is why he looked so sad in that last hearing that final half of that last <laughs> hearing because he found out that they found out and you know whoa
1: god have a poker face you freaking idiot <laughs> um <laughs> one of the people that they met in the, the meeting though and i shouldn't say met talked to in their phone skype sessions was ukraine's chief anti-corruption prosecutor nazar kolodinitsky mm So that was one person. And then the other person was a phone call that Parnas arranged for Harvey, Derek Harvey, I think is his name, one of Nunes' aides, uh, with a deputy in in Ukraine's prosecutor general's office. His name is Konstantin Kulik. Oh, not Kulik. 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 So those are the two guys. Those are the two. All right. So it Mm -hmm. wasn't
0: Shokin. Shokin's the old prosecutor general that was fired.
1: Yes, but Shokin was definitely... Part
0: of, yeah, yeah part of, this, of the, as we know. Part of the dickery. Yes. Uh, um, yeah, and, and that's interesting because Harvey, Derek Harvey, is the guy that was slipping the whistleblower's name to people in the skiff trying to get him to out the whistleblower. Mm-hmm. Um, absolute piece of shit.
1: Yeah, they freaking suck. Yeah. God. What are AIDS? I didn't know AIDS existed. I thought they existed to, like, help you, not to reduce their duties, but, you know, to help you with more, like, administrative stuff. Not to, like, help you crime <laughs> I didn't know He's that probably was part of it. To
0: do that, you know, who knows? Yeah. But uh, oh, these these guys had a pretty big role. Grabe, Harvey, um, Cash Patel, yeah, uh, and Presley.
1: Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, so I'm going to have a lot of corrections on what aides actually do. I would love those corrections. Actually, what do aides exactly do? What yeah. is the, if anyone knows? What's like the scope of a congressional aide? Yeah, of job. a congressional aide. Yeah, like are there limits? Are they basically just like handed over? To the congressman or woman, and they get
0: to just be like, do whatever they want. Well, they can't vote mm-hmm. on behalf of the congressperson. I know that, but they can ask questions mm-hmm. um, and interview people and in investigations as part of the panels. You know how sometimes they have staffers ask questions. Oh, cool. Um, and so that that does happen. Nice. I so they that. they have pretty. That seems like a pretty robust role. Yeah. Uh, if you can if you can do all that, I just don't think they can vote.
1: Yeah. I mean, I would then. I guess they kind of sound more just like aid to the president where it's kind of like a wide range of things you can work on yeah like a role type have. of a thing yeah and you can serve as a representative in things other than voting i guess yep cool
0: word all right oh, yeah. yeah we'll look that up too and we'll go over that but that's that's massive
1: <laughs> yes that is because fully Don't demonstrates that they
0: knew that it was not going to be chill yeah that's consciousness of guilt Mm -hmm. Right? Like, we don't want to travel because Schiff will find out. Mm -hmm. And we don't want Schiff to find out because everything's legal and cool? Yep. No. Yeah, I doubt it.
1: And also, if they were thinking either this is going to warrant more investigations into us or they were thinking there's no way this is going to get approved because of the money coming out of taxpayers' pockets and... Either way, it's not good. <laughs>
0: it doesn't yeah, but, sh- doesn't show good things about what they knew was yeah, wrong I mean, about it. Knowing you're traveling to Ukraine to get dirt on a, a presidential rival, mm-hmm. a, a political rival, a personal errand mm-hmm. for Trump, yeah. you know, for Nunes, for Trump. Right. That's just crazy. Yes, very crazy. Uh, all right, guys, we'll be right back with new information about Weisselberg and Pecker. Stay tuned. Hey, everybody. The holidays are upon us, and if you're looking for thoughtful, unique gift ideas, you need to check out Society6. Society6 is the perfect place to find one-of-a-kind gifts while supporting global creative communities. Society6 is an online marketplace with a huge selection of products designed by independent artists and creators from around the world. From decor and home goods to bedding and furniture, you are sure to find the perfect gift for everyone on your list. Uh, I used to rack my brain to find the right gifts for my family, but now I just go to Society6, explore a little bit all the affordable and unique art, and then get it easier their framed piece or a print or a wide array of premium goods from tapestries and t-shirts they have phone cases so much stuff Um, you choose what you love Society6 Custom makes it to order and ships it directly to you with Society6 you'll find amazing gifts for friends and family while empowering creativity across the world um, as each and every purchase supports an independent artist give thoughtful and unique gifts this holiday season with Society6 you can get 30% off your Christmas shopping your holiday shopping and free shipping when you use our code dailybeans at s6.co slash pod that's s as in society 6co slash pod and use promo code daily beans society six design your everyday with the art you love all right welcome back jordan what's going on with weisselberg i haven't we haven't heard his name in a while
1: we have not but uh he has still been on your fantasy indictment league a decent amount of times and that is for good reason because <laughs> the manhattan dna and uh, dna <laughs> <laughs> district in attorney, <the>
0: <laughs> uh the
1: manhattan DA, really really just tripped out of the gates there <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a
1: weird Freudian slip too yeah it is you know Oh, God. Well, they are the backbone of this country, the DAs. I don't know if I stand by that. Okay. Anyway, Manhattan DA Cy Vance, uh, he's zeroing in on Alan Weisselberg. He's Trump org CFO. And this is all uh, investigations that are stemming from the hush money payments made to Stormy Daniels, as we know. Uh, Weisselberg arranged an immunity deal in the case that SDNY was investigating that led to getting Michael Cohen. But that doesn't mean that Weisselberg is immune outside of federal proceedings so that kind of leaves the door open now for Ty Vance to prosecute him.
0: Oh that's good to know. So yeah. th- his immunity is, he it would have to get nothing. a separate immunity here yes. if yeah. you wanted to. And, and I remember Weislerberg's immunity was very select. It was very narrow. It wasn't Uh, a total immunity it was Mm -hmm. select immunity
1: yeah and and what's also there's kind of been some beef a little bit between the manhattan da's office and sdny because since they took so long to you know close like conclude or or prosecute more people like it looked like they were going to cy vance wasn't able to really move forward or make any sort of like he couldn't cover much ground in his case because they were like, "Hey, just chill." They basically told him to like chill out on his investigations until they had. Yeah, this is like
0: really interesting. So sort it of sounds beef. like Barr kind of stifled it when he got there in April and just sort of left it open so no one else could grab it, mm-hmm. and that's why that federal judge came forward and said, "Fuck you, I'm closing it. Mm-hmm. I'm cl- this case is closed,"
1: mm-hmm.
0: and uh, and that's when Cy picked it up exactly. Sye, like he's my friend. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> little Cy. It's such
1: a cool name. It's hard to not refer to him as the head all the yeah. time. Yeah, uh, but b- exactly. So uh, that was interesting. Wow. Yeah, that was news to me because that's obstructy. Mm-hmm. It, it is. That's obstructy as fuck. It is yeah. because it's also like what they were doing in the SDNY case looked like motions and 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 like it it looked like legal action that was allowing them in sdny to move forward with indicting more people and the fact that they were not and the fact that they weren't closing it it was just like what are you doing
0: it's it's it reminds me of like the grand jury in mccabe kind of right i was one and now i'm wondering what um jesse liu is that or is she dc
1: i think she's attorney
0: u.s attorney in southern district of new york um,
1: yeah, it's definitely not... Jesse Liu is not New York. I know that. Let's see.
0: Who um, is? Well, we can we can do it real time. We yay, have internet. Google. <laughs> uh Google. Let's see. Google. SD-N-Y. Big ups to not changing
1: your marketing for as long as you've been around. Jeffrey Berman. Oh, Jeffrey Berman. Cool. Hmm. Ooh, and it's spelled Geoffrey. Geoffrey. Jeff <laughs> with a G. <laughs> Geoffrey Berman. Um, but... Yeah, that's that's interesting. Right. Because um, the way that the tone was described in the reporting I was reading definitely was like "Si Vance and his office were kind of like, dudes, what are <sighs> what are you doing here? You know, um, but now that they officially closed that back in, I think, July was it July of this year when they officially moved or SDNY when they officially said I we're done so? here. I think I, I think remember. it was I think it was July. Uh, but back, but as soon as they did that, yeah, Vance Vance now can kind of continue with the work that he was sort of he's been waiting to continue. Um, so that's pretty crazy. And so Vance's grand jury is investigating whether Weiselberg and other Trump work members and also Trump work itself should be indicted on charges of falsifying business records. And the chief of the D.A.'s major economic crimes bureau has met with Michael Cohen in prison to discuss Weisselberg as recent as October 30th. And that was apparently the third time that I think he's gone to talk to Cohen.
0: And this is interesting because if they're talking to Weiselberg and they're talking to Cohen, they could be subjects mm-hmm. of this investigation. Well, Cohen's already in jail for this shit. Yeah, uh, can't but, they get they can get him again though? Uh, I don't think that they can't. No, because I, I know I don't it's the think same state, will. but it's like federal versus state. Uh, mm-hmm. I think he was ex post facto before they would had that double jeopardy federal state thing. Okay. Um, I, I could be totally wrong on that, but uh, also he's cooperating right. extensively. That would
1: be kind of like kicking him when he's down. <laughs> that would be
0: really funny, though. Yeah, it's oh, like, and I'm sorry. Please. They just slide one right under his jail cell. Here's an indictment oh, for you, that, Mr. Cohen. That
1: would be kind of brutal, because he's been trying so hard to cooperate out of time.
0: <laughs> but he never signed an official plea agreement, and he kept holding yeah. back stuff. Yeah, also fuck that guy. And yeah, also that. <laughs> uh, but Uh, what was I talking about Uh, Oh, Weisselberg yes
1: you were talking about him going and talking
0: to that means that now who else signed checks for Cohen Uh, Donald Trump Jr. yes Mm -hmm. and they aren't talking to him Mm -hmm. so that means I think they're going to try to use Weisselberg to roll up yeah to Jr. yeah Um, because junior signed those checks Mm -hmm. and i think that that was what southern district of new york was getting at when they gave him a limited immunity yeah a limited immunity uh was that they were using him to get because generally if you're being interviewed in a prosecution you might be a subject but you're not the target Mm -hmm. i think junior is the target and i I think I, i also think trump could be the target the trump org is definitely the target yes so that's fancy as fuck
1: yeah and so, yeah, they're they're, they're meeting with uh, Cohen currently, and I imagine that won't be the last time. Uh, the interesting thing, too, though, is for a misdemeanor false record charge, there's a statute of limitations of two years. And so if they're going to count the last sort of, you know, disguised signing of a check for a purpose other than the one that it was, which was a campaign finance violation and cover-up payment, that would expire next month. So
0: it wasn't that three years ago. Oh, no, because they were reimbursing him. Mm-hmm. So they have to bring an indictment by next month.
1: Yes. If they're going to go for the misdemeanor. But if they're going to go if they're going to prosecute it as a felony, then the statute of limitations is five years. Oh, prosecuted as a felony. Yeah. But then apparently to prosecute it as a felony, you also have to have established uh, some. I forget the name of it. This is my non-lawyer brain. Something. I think it is more time sensitive, though, than them having like another three years basically. to but do Like
0: this. they have to establish corrupt intent or something? Uh, yeah, let me find out there was a name, here we go Weisselberg. I think yeah, and I, I would assume Yes,
1: Weisselberg It's
0: gotta be something like corrupt intent. Cy
1: Vance, you're gonna know exactly what it is as soon as I say it. Men's I am sure. Uh not men's rea. Here we go. Here we go. Coming down. <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to, try to fill the to make dead this air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do mm, stretching. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see if I can make this entertaining here. All right. Legal expenses 70 blah blah blah. <laughs> 화, la, 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 la. October 30th. Here we go. Neither. <laughs> um how long, how much longer can I do this until I find it and we just have to ask for Mac to pause. Let's see. I think you can do it. Okay. I think I can do it, too. Oh, man. God damn it. Hello. Knowing and willful. Here we go. Intent to defraud. Oh, intent. Yeah. So corrupt intent. Yes. So convic- Intent to defraud. It says... Um, this is from ProPublica. Convicting a person of a misdemeanor fake records charge requires proving an intent to defraud, according to lawyers. The charge can also be prosecuted as a felony, which has a five-year statute of limitations. Proving the felony requires not only establishing an intent to defraud, but also that the intention was aimed at committing or concealing a second crime, such as claiming improper deductions on a tax return or making a false representation on a financial statement. So, harder, obviously, to prosecute Ah. a felony... Would be easier if it was a misdemeanor, but they would have to do that
0: by next month. But I think you could should now I wonder if asked that second crime has to be a state crime hmm. because they were doing it to cover up the hush money payments as campaign finance violation, mm-hmm. which is a federal crime. Mm-hmm. But if if you have to do a state crime, then then I don't know if they were doing it for lower tax purposes, but they were doing it to conceal.
1: Yeah. What they said it was legal expenses. So do you get any kind of like a tax break that you wouldn't have gotten? If you label something a legal expense versus a,
0: I don't even know how you would claim on your tax form in like a, 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 a reimbursement con- yeah. for a illegal campaign contribution. Yeah, <laughs> like I don't even know how you would. I, I'm yeah. paying my friend back for his house. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. That could you could say that. Uh, I guess you're me tri- and maybe defrauding state taxes by calling it an expense, a business expense when it's not because. That would not otherwise be a business expense, mm-hmm. mostly because it's a crime. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a weird, that's a weird like Ouroboros like loophole that I can't get out of. Yeah. It hurts my head. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. But we'll, we'll know by next month if they if they don't drop an indictment on a misdemeanor, a fraud charge by next mm-hmm. month, we know they're going for the felony charge.
1: It is shitty, though, because while I wonder, you know, we've talked about tolling before. I wonder if it you could invoke the sort of tolling argument if s d n y's, you know, process was making it so that Syvance
0: couldn't investigate? That's a really good question. Um, and from what I understand from when we had Renato on mm-hmm. the show, Renato Mariotti, he's from the On Topic podcast. Um, he was on our show live in Chicago, talked about tolling the statute of limitations for the president being the president, but that probably wouldn't hold because the Office of Legal Counsel memo is not a statute. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that the Attorney General um, obstructing justice by delaying the closure of a case he didn't plan on you know seeing through is based on any sort of a statute yeah and so i don't know that the toll it's just like
1: a shitty thing that he. Did. it's just a
0: shitty thing that you, maybe that you did yeah yeah i think he did yeah uh but since yeah since it's not based on a law um i don't know that you'd be able to toll the statute of limitations and and honestly at the rate he's going if i think he could indict mm-hmm. um at least on that count right well cuz this is a this
1: is a case where we've just been having all these people I- AMI, Pecker, you know, Weisselberg, Trump, or DTJ, that's like five people Cohen. alone. Yeah, definitely Cohen. Already sitting in jail. Stormy. Uh-huh.
0: Karen <laughs> McDougal.
1: <laughs> yes. But those those first five people are people we've had on our Fantasy Indictment League for a long-ass time Yeah, just being like,
0: Waiting for how is this not, yeah. To indict them. Mm-hmm. It seems so cut and dry. It was. Yeah. It was so, so cut and dry. And speaking of Pecker, National Enquirer Chief from American Media Inc. Pecker! He has also spoken with Cy Vance, Manhattan District Attorney's office, as part of his probe into the Bunny payments. Same case. Nice. Uh, same office that uh, is in the SCOTUS fight for Trump's tax returns from Mazar's as well. And they're doing, They're trying to get those tax returns in this case, uh, which is interesting, especially if that statute of limitations is up next month. Uh, Because that could take longer Mm -hmm. than that. So uh, so Cohen is cooperating, like you said. I imagine Pecker has an incentive to cooperate as well, considering he could be in violation of that old non-prosecution agreement he signed with the Southern District of New York in their investigation into the hush money payments. But I don't know if his immunity didn't stick for for Weiselberg. I don't know if the non-prosecution agreement is still valid um, because that case was shut down. Um, It stopped. Well, it stopped going forward when Barr was appointed and then eventually shut down by the courts. Uh, That non-prosecution agreement gave AMI partial immunity for their information about the hush money payments to Stormy Daniels and Karen McDougal. And like I said, it had requirements that they couldn't commit any more crimes. Most non-prosecution agreements do, and plea agreements as well, uh, which they may have done. They may have committed more crimes when they extorted Bezos, um, possibly with the help of Saudi Arabia. But in either case, um, Trump's pecker is leaking. (laughs) I don't know if I wanted to say it, but I just did. You had to. I did. I did. it's tight.
1: Really, you had to. It's
0: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote the joke. I had to say it. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, now we've got all these subjects, and who's in the middle? It's Trump, the Trump org, and Don Jr. Yep. Yep. That is fantastic. Mm-hmm. And we'll know soon. Um, and in the Wall Street Journal today, Nastogas. No, Naftogas. That's the ukrainian gas company mm-hmm. uh one of their executives andrew Favorov, told federal prosecutors that lev Parnas and, and igor fruman tried to recruit him to help take over ukraine's gas company uh, as the ceo lev and igor approached Favorov in march and tried to recruit him uh saying the company's then ceo that's interesting march hmm mm. isn't that one of the, that the is. two nunez's wanted to happened. go march yeah okay so they went and tried to recruit him, saying the company's uh, then-CEO and Ambassador Yovanovich were part of a Soros cartel <laughs> working against Trump. Uh, they asked, you're a Republican, right? We want you to be our guy. And uh, uh, Favaroff told the Wall Street Journal he met voluntarily with New York prosecutors this week as part of their investigation into Fruman Parnas and Rudy Giuliani. He told prosecutors about Parnas and Fruman's efforts to recruit him uh, to oust the Naftogaz CEO, uh, Kabalev. Uh, is his name. A lawyer for Freeman declined to comment, but a lawyer for Parnes uh, said the story was completely false. Hmm. So that's interesting. And what's great, though, is that Parnes's attorney is named Ed McMahon. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> I just have Phil Hartman Saturday Night Live in my head. Um, so that's an, another crazy part of this whole thing. Weird, because that seems like something they would do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Right. Yeah, I just don't
0: understand why Parnas' attorney is denying that's, it. Yeah, that's
1: what I'm saying. So, yeah. so it's like, that's kind of shitty because it sort of discredits the other ways that Parnas seems to be cooperating.
0: Yeah, we're only going to have to 100% rely on his documents and videos yeah. and, and, and audio tapes because everything he says is just, a, a, you just throw it out the window. Yeah, If Gates wasn't trustworthy enough for a jury, no way Parnas is going to be. Right. Um, and Well, so.
1: I wonder too, it's like, would they, I mean, I guess because they were, they are american citizens right they're like naturalized american citizens
0: uh yeah i think they're i think they're u.s and they've citizens. been here for
1: a really long time um but so i guess they could they could get in they would get in trouble for this potentially right for like maybe i don't know what would the charges be in this do you think
0: Like, adding it to their list of crimes? Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that's some sort of conspiracy to defraud the United States somehow. Yeah,
1: something like that.
0: Um, Or, you know, it depends. Maybe Rick Perry was involved. They could talk to Parnas and say, hey, if you roll on Perry, we'll not charge you with this Mm -hmm. we need a plea agreement Mm -hmm. that's why i think parnas is is more right for a plea agreement than fruman is because fruman's pretty much denying everything yeah (laughs) which is why we do superseding indictments for fruman in the fantasy indictment league on muller she wrote Mm -hmm. and plea agreements for parnas because they're
1: giving them both a chance to see the light and one of them is like i could see the light and everyone's like fuck that light
0: you know there were a million crimes they were investigating in them they just had to do that one charge to get them arrested before they left the country yeah yeah
1: huh Yeah, I think I saw he like sat down for an interview right with someone I think I saw on CNN. Parnas? No not Parnas the guy uh, the the dude that he's saying they tried to solicit his his help. Oh uh I think I saw him in a like a like a black oh, yeah, background yeah, so. chair interview, sort of just being like, so.
0: these dudes are fucking crazy. <laughs> I thought it was really weird that they were asking me this. Yeah. They, <laughs> he, he turned him down, by the way. Yeah. Was like, no. <laughs> yeah. And no. Mm-hmm. Get out of here. Yes, I'm Republican. Go home. Mm. Leave me alone. Yes. Uh, that's way weird. And we already know that uh, Rick Perry was trying to muscle his way in to, to a, a, a deal when he handed a list of his backers, his, you know, his donors to the Ukrainian government and said hey you should make these guys and they gave him a contract a 50 year lease for drilling um, oil and natural gas in Mm -hmm. Ukraine so they're all in there kind of trying to muscle and Giuliani has a lot to do with this you know and fraud guarantee I mean it's all like what I mean it's just so much crazy you know it's just so fucking much oh god it's exhausting it is truly it really does require a full team of criminals it really does (laughs) it is so much stuff. It really does. Um, we'll be right back. We're going to talk about what happened with the Secretary of the Navy. Hey everybody, it's AG, and I've been searching everywhere for an aluminum-free deodorant that really works, and recently discovered the answer is Native deodorant. Native uses safe, simple ingredients like coconut oil, baking soda, and shea butter without the chemicals and parabens found in other deodorants. Native's recipe provides effective protection against odor and wetness while feeling light and fresh under your arms. Uh, The deodorants come in a variety of fresh scents like coconut and vanilla, lavender and rose, which is what I have, and I also, my current personal favorite, cucumber and mint. Native is a solid that goes on easy and since it doesn't contain aluminum, it doesn't stain your clothes. It doesn't turn them white and I love that. They have over 8,000 five-star reviews and have been featured on the Today Show, Good Morning America and so many more things. There's free shipping on every order and if you don't absolutely love it, they will give you a full refund, no questions asked. And you can subscribe and save 17% and have Native delivered to your door every one, two, or three, or four months. And for 20% off your first purchase, visit nativedeodorant.com and use promo code DAILYBEANS at checkout. That's nativedeodorant.com, promo code dailybeans at checkout. You'll be glad you did. Alright, so what's going on with Trump, the Secretary of Defense, the Secretary of the Navy, and the Navy SEAL that murdered someone imposed with the corpse <laughs> that Trump pardoned? Uh, actually helped, you know, keep keep get his rank back. Uh, everything was very confusing when this story broke at first because three different people had three different stories. Uh, Esper, the Secretary of Defense, said that Spencer, the Secretary of the Navy, went around him to do a special deal with the White House to keep Gallagher, the criminal, in the SEALs, to let him keep his pin Mm -hmm. and retire a SEAL. Mm -hmm. Trump said Spencer was fired for cost overruns and how he handled the Gallagher case. But then Spencer sent a letter saying he no longer shared the same understanding as the commander-in-chief in regards to good order and discipline. I cannot in good conscience obey an order that I believe violates the sacred oath I took. He says Trump ordered him to stop. The disciplinary process for Gallagher. But everyone made it seem like Spencer was trying to save Gallagher when actually he was refusing to intervene on Trump's behalf at his request. So then Esper fired Spencer. Uh, Esper said he's lost confidence in Spencer because he went around him to try to talk to Trump and still maintains that Spencer wanted to try to talk Trump into letting Gallagher keep his seal pin. But in reality, Spencer wanted the review of Gallagher to Mm -hmm. go forward untouched. It was Trump. That wanted to stop the review Uh, and that's the order that he refused to obey Uh, the review was stopped Gallagher can keep his pin he will retire a seal and Esper fired Spencer
1: without facing a
0: basically like jury of his peers in the military right
1: (laughs) isn't that kind of like what the review process sort of
0: looks like well he already went to trial yeah and they found him not guilty of murder but guilty of posing with the corpse Mm -hmm. Trump gave him back as he lost rank and all that other stuff so that that's happened that trials happened um, but the fact that Trump wanted to intervene in this case and the secretary of the Navy didn't think that that was appropriate mm-hmm. and then Esper fires him
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, is just absolutely
1: outrageous. And Esper tried to say that he was the one who was trying to go to Trump to intervene. His secretary
0: of defense lied, right? The signals that this sends to people in the military that they can hire one of Trump's lawyers, which Gallagher did, and get away with murder basically uh, it also sends a signal to other countries that our military is lawless and now we know that the rot that exists at the justice department since Barr showed up uh and and the rot that we see at the state department and the office of management and budget with the ukraine scandal has now spread to the department of defense in the pentagon and that is a fucking tragedy mm-hmm. it makes me so mad as a veteran that yeah. that that spencer got fired for trying to allow a war criminal to be reviewed and prosecuted just to let the process go forward, and the president tried to intervene, and Esper fires this guy for it.
1: Yeah. I'm, uh, I'm friends with some Marines on Facebook, and one of them reposted an article from Task and Purpose is the name of the publication. Um, oh, I think they were republishing a Reuters piece, actually. But the reporting that I was referencing a couple moments ago was apparently um, they... Let's see. A Navy brass notified Gallagher on Tuesday that a five-member panel of fellow Navy commandos would convene on December 2nd to review his case and recommend whether he is fit to remain in the SEALs. So I guess there's like mm. another process that happens. Oh,
0: yeah. First, yeah, if you're going to remain if you can yeah, keep your PIN. Keep your, yeah. So that that review that part, is what mm-hmm. Trump wanted to stop. Yeah. He wanted to let him keep his PIN retire require exactly. a SEAL. Yeah. And Spencer didn't have an opinion. He just wanted the review. Just let that happen. Yeah. And I guess met with Trump and then apparently Esper says, you can't go around me chain of command and fires him for that. And then Trump says he was fired for cost overruns and Mm -hmm. other things. That's just, it's, it's horrible, absolutely awful treatment of, of a, of a hero
1: over like, that's like a huge institutional position that is being upended based on him wanting to have basically like a PR stunt. That's fucking crazy.
0: Yeah, it's 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 horrifying. Uh, and I I hate that now that that disgusting rot is the only word I can think. I think mm-hmm. Joyce Vance is one who said it first when I saw her talk about this today is is now at the Pentagon. Mm-hmm. It's terrible. Uh, but we do have some good news yes. coming out of Hong Kong.
1: Yeah. So uh, there was a huge win for pro-democracy forces and protesters and activists and. It was a really amazing election turnout uh, that happened. And this, as a reminder, though, was district council, Hong Kong district council elections. So it's not that necessarily these were these were a lot of like local seats, basically. Mm. So they weren't super consequential seats. It's more so that this vote, this landslide vote was a huge referendum on pro-Beijing politics. That's so awesome. Yes. And all the photos and videos are really amazing just of celebrations and i mean they've been putting their lives on the line quite honestly for a long time so this is hopefully i think what everybody is hoping this is a a indication that there's going to be a continued sweeping pro-democracy movement in hong kong and that it's gaining steam um so that's just really congratulations congratulations to hong kong
0: yeah that's such good news
1: it is and Uh, it's of course happy for them
0: mm -hmm. um that's been those the the protests and uh, over there have just been just hard to watch at some points and 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 but also so inspiring at, at the same time it is it also though is not being met without
1: resistance right from the status quo there and, was- and
0: we know trump um made a deal uh with china for biden investigations in exchange for not saying much about those protests not Mm -hmm. coming out you know in favor of them because Mm -hmm. generally we do we back the pro democracy protests yeah that would be something that we would normally do
1: definitely even still though china still blaming western governments for supporting you know the unrest of Um, course of course yeah but yeah this was uh there's so there's their ministry spokesperson uh gang Shuang? I have no clue how to pronounce. I'm so sorry. It's G-E-N-G-S and then last name S-H-U-A-N-G. But he was quoted as saying the determination of the Chinese government to safeguard the interests of national sovereign security and development is unshakable. Uh, he was quoted in the Global Times, which is owned by a Chinese Communist Party. Interesting. So yeah. So I think this definitely not going to be met with a lot of you know, support quite the opposite. It's really scary for pro Beijing people, as it should be. So, it's only the continuation of a battle that's going to be long and fought hard.
0: Yeah, uh, agreed. Uh, but I just I'm I'm so happy that that this was their result. So yeah, Congrats. That's Just such good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, everybody, let's get social. Hashtag. All right, everybody, now trending today, Sarah Sanders is a liar. And I'm wondering, like, why did that <laughs> pop up today? Uh, there's a story in the New York Times about the huck-a-beast. Uh She's returning to Arkansas to make a run for governor in 2023 uh, and reminding everyone she doesn't like to be called a liar. And that kicked this off. Sarah Sanders is a liar. Hashtag. Check it out. It's pretty it's pretty great. Um, uh, hashtag. There's a lot of uh, posts that are, you know, going up there. The Huckabeast is where I, I saw somebody say that. and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, I like that. Me too. Call her the Huckabeast. Um, Not a looks thing. Nope,
1: nope. A soul it's a, thing. It's a soul thing. <laughs> yes. It's, a, it's definitely. <laughs> because I know that she'll sit there and say it's a looks thing and that it's more misogyny, as Stefanik is also trying to claim. Oh, God. But People are just trying to silence women and be, like, misogynistic towards women. Shut up. Yeah,
0: that's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, oh, God. Yeah. yeah pobrecita. Yeah. So, yeah, that's just, you need to check out that hashtag, and I'm glad it's trending, too. So, do that, and congratulations, Hong Kong, and yay for the McGann ruling. Uh, the news is just going to keep coming faster and faster, and uh, t- Sunday was a fire hose, and when Sundays are fire hoses, that's, that's indicative of, of crazy weeks to come. So, hopefully, we'll get a little break over the holiday, but I'm sure next week it's going to be just right back into the into the throw of it. So, mm-hmm. uh, any final thoughts? Um. No, not really.
1: Consider some vegetarian and vegan dishes this holiday. Yes. Yes. Just consider it. Yeah. Pardon your own turkey. Yes. (laughs) By having tofurkey. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Even if it tastes like shit.
0: <laughs> I will be... Actually, there's some really, really good recipes. Um, okay, good.
1: All right. I've only bought the one that's
0: like Tofurky brand, and I'm not a huge fan. I generally <laughs> don't eat turkey anyway Yeah. Um, yeah. For, for this holiday. Um. But yeah, I'm going to actually go out of my way to make sure that I have like a plant-based meal, mm-hmm. um, just to sort of try to at least counteract all of the turkey that will be happening. Yeah. I think... I don't like turkey. Turkey sucks.
1: Yeah. I also don't mean to preach, but... um. Maybe like having a conversation with your little ones on on um, Indigenous people and yeah, the definitely. the origins of the holiday. It's a good opportunity. It is a good learning. Yes, um, because likely,
0: especially if you're in a red state, your schools aren't teaching them that. It's a good yeah teachable moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is so true. Yeah, uh, and and every I think everyone um, for me it's just about being with my family. And totally, friends. Uh, I don't celebrate what. Happened, right? <laughs> that's not for celebrating, as yes. far as I'm concerned. Just like Columbus Day, definitely. That's why we we you know we now I think here we we either have Cesar Chavez Day mm-hmm. or Indigenous People's Day, um, which I 100% mm-hmm. am, am behind. So
1: yeah, definitely.
0: Yeah, teaching moments all around. Yeah, and, and remember change your Wi-Fi password to impeach 45. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> that's just so great that George Takei came up with that. Oh, that's so. If good. that was his, it was just wonderful.
1: Your Republican um, people will keep trying to do like 44. It's like, sorry, buddy. No, no. You gotta do 45. 45. Uh, I
0: want to watch you type it in. I want to see it with my eyes. Uh, <laughs> I'm watching. I love it. <laughs> That's so weird and sadistic, but yet yeah, so awesome. It's great. It's yeah. the little things, you it, know? It really is. Yeah. Uh, I approve this message. So, mm-hmm. uh, I do not have any final thoughts other than to just please enjoy yourself and be safe. Uh, remember, um, the important parts and uh, you know try to try to go easy on the planet a little bit if you can but otherwise seriously just enjoy uh, because we need some self-care so whatever you are, whatever your favorite thing is make it happen mine green bean casserole ooh that's my favorite nice
1: I freaking love green bean casserole Making thank you happen. actually I think I might make that now it's so good I was just gonna do green beans but why do that when you can smother it in fat
0: <laughs> <laughs> and crunchy
1: onions yes mm. exactly so good. Also, not vegan.
0: <laughs> Is it not cream and mushroom soup? Well, you well, can. I guess the cream. Oh, no, that's
1: true. You can. You can totally. I guess it's you vegetarian. Can, but you can it's totally not make vegan. it vegan. Yeah. Um, eh. Yeah. I said one dish.
0: <laughs> <laughs> vegetarian's better than nothing. Yeah, I agree. All right. Yeah, that's right. Cream. There's milk in there. It's okay. But you can use Enjoy almond. Enjoy your life.
1: Yeah, you totally can. You could. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. Soleil, almond coconut mm. cashew. Cashew.
0: Cashew. <laughs> And you know what else is good, too, is uh, green beans, almondine.
1: Mm, wait, what's that?
0: You, you just make green beans, a little bit of garlic, a little bit of butter, but then you put, or ghee, and then you put um, sliced almonds on top. Oh, it. yum. Very good. That sounds so good. Anyway, it's got that little crunch to it. Yes. Another really good dish, Brussels.
1: Oh, Brussels sprouts. Yes. Fuck yeah.
0: So you just, uh, you know, slice them up, put them in the oven, brown them, mm-hmm. and then put a little Parmesan on top.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, God,
0: I love Brussels sprouts talk like I cook I don't cook you guys you cook <laughs> I've been known to yeah um,
1: it counts you're alive still aren't you that says something I do mm-hmm. I do walk around mm-hmm. <laughs> so something's going in that hole
0: <laughs> a lot of postmates that's what's happening yeah. <laughs> that's what happens in my life yeah same a lot of postmates uh, alright so yes please have a happy wonderful holiday please take care of yourselves. take care of each other take care of the planet take care of your mental health I've been A.G. I've been Jordan Coburn and them's the beans